Hey there, I'm Ashley DeLuca and I believe that websites and email marketing go hand in hand just like a messy bun and a cup of coffee. With a stack full of library books from the library and a laptop bought with babysitting money, <laughs> I started this entrepreneurial journey nine years ago. I help creative entrepreneurs just like you with customized web design and email marketing strategies. Each week, I am going to be sharing with you practical strategies to help you connect and convert your ideal clients into paying clients so you can focus on what you do best. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Connect and Convert podcast. I am super excited to be hanging out with my one-year-old Nicholas in the closet again. Oh, my gosh. So if you hear any extra commentary... <laughs> um, he's just going to add in some additional thoughts um, as he plays with some toys here that I made sure don't make any noise. So, yay! It is the real mom life. I am telling you guys, there is not enough coffee for something like this, but we're doing the things and I'm really excited. So, today I'm going to be talking to you guys about five hard lessons that I have learned particularly as a web designer. Um, these are definitely things that could apply regardless of what business you're in, but more so particularly, especially as a web designer, um, you will definitely find these to be true. So I have been designing websites since about 2009. Um, if you listen to one of the fir very first episodes, I talk a little bit about my story. But just to quickly summarize, um, I started doing websites originally um, as I was going through the process <laughs> of, um, yeah, oh my gosh, he has so many things to say. Um, yeah, so basically I was going through the process of learning about websites um, as a blogger. So that's how I kind of originally started that journey, um, originally going through that process of being a designer. So... What ended up happening, um, as we kind of fast forward, I started my very first business, which a lot of you guys are, you know, familiar with, uh, which is Blank Slate Media Consulting. It eventually turned into Ashley K. DeLuca, and that is where we are today. So, as of basically today, um, I have decided to pull my website services basically as a full offer. Um, I've decided to only offer it by application, which is something I have never done before. Um, it's a little bit scary because, you know, having a business that is, you know, a majority of the income, you know, comes from website and website design. Um, you know, it's really big and it's really scary, but it was a really... It was a really easy decision, I feel like, because I've definitely come to the point of being in a place where it doesn't necessarily light me up. It's not what really gets me excited to get out of bed, um, and it's just honestly the best decision. So today I wanted to talk to you guys, um, you know, kind of as I close this chapter as, you know, what lessons I've learned um, in these many years of designing and what that kind of looks like. Okay, so lesson number one that I have learned, um, people will hire you blindly to paint Mona Lisa when you produce art like Picasso. So what do I mean by that? So here's the thing that I've learned is that there are, you know, a lot of people out there that will just hire you and just be like, oh yeah, like, let's do this. And you're just like, holy guacamole, like, I don't know anything about you or your style or your design. And you kind of just have that conversation. And 
it's very interesting because I was going through a Facebook thread and people were talking about like, hey, do you just hire clients via email or maybe messenger chats? And some people are like, yes, I do that. And other people are like, heck no, like I always have to talk to them first. And let me tell you, regardless of how you do it, no matter how that process looks like, the thing is, is that when you have people just come to you and they're just like, heck yeses, like right away, you have to vet them yourself, right? Like you might be like, oh my gosh. And especially if you're a new designer, you might be like, oh my gosh, like someone's interested in me and they want to work with me and da, 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 da. And like, that's super amazing. Sometimes people's heck yeses are not necessarily based off of your design which you're like, what is that? What are you even talking about? Sometimes it's just based off your price point. Let's be totally honest, right? So the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of times I've had, anytime I've had issues, um, it's usually been because I didn't go through the process of actually um, vetting my clients and just being like, oh yeah, like, let's do it. Like, you're pumped up about me. I'm going to be pumped up about you and we're going to do the things. And it has worked out sometimes. Um, but then there's been times where it hasn't worked out so well. So the most important thing that I can share with you is that you need to go through the process of vetting your clients. So that way you are comfortable with knowing that your design matches because design is not universal. The way I design websites is not going to be the same way that somebody else designs websites in terms of how I view things. So like for me personally, I love a minimalistic style. Somebody else might be more for the girly cutesy kind of look. So again, vet your clients, be careful and know that design is not universal and making sure that your design elements line up um, and along with experience. Experience is important too. Okay. Oh my gosh, this one is so hard to talk about. And I feel like this one, this next item here that I'm going to be mentioning is kind of like a broken record. And this is something I still struggle with as of today. But let me just share with you. Um, it's so important. So here's number two. So number two, no boundaries equals one million revisions. Um, and also to a burned out designer. I mean, let's be completely honest. Like I... As I look back over my career and what I've accomplished and, and what I've done, the biggest issue that I feel like I had that I wish I would have done way better at sticking on my ground is boundaries. I've been told so many times to stick to the boundaries, stick to the boundaries, do the boundaries. I've heard it over and over and over like a broken record. And it was one thing that I still struggle to enforce because... I want to be the good person. I want to be the nice person. I want to do the things. And I always, always, always have good intentions. And so, you know, I'm willing to extend my boundaries, go outside of them because like, oh yeah, you need this done. I got you covered. You know, you want help with that. I got you covered. And so a lot of times what ends up happening is when you fail to enforce your boundaries or you don't have any boundaries, what ends up happening is you need to be prepared for people to not stick with them at any point. So you can't go through the process of setting boundaries and then have somebody, you know, stick to them later on. That's not how that works. So making sure you have the boundaries, you stick to them, and you focus on making sure that you have those written in your contract is so incredibly important. If you do not have a contract, please pause this and go get one. You need one to have for your work to be able to protect you from people who are crazies and just making sure that everybody's fair on both sides. And I think the most important part is, um, you know, contracts are not necessarily just supposed to be in favor of the service provider, but also to protect the client as well too. So definitely recommend it. 
All right, so let's hop into number three. So number three, um, you need to know who you work well with and don't work with the ones that you don't. So for me in particular, there are certain kind of people that I don't necessarily work well with in terms of personality. So the biggest thing for me is I work really well with people who are a little bit more relaxed, who are laid back, um, you know, have an opinion by all means, right? Aren't afraid to share it but also to are going through the process of being open. So when you have somebody who comes into the picture who is already has a vision set in their mind and they're not necessarily open to feedback, that can be a really difficult client working relationship. So you just need to be prepared and know who you work well with and who you don't work well with. Um, because if you have somebody come along that you're just like, oh my gosh, like I don't have the good vibes, you need to stick with your gut. You have to stick with your gut and make sure that you know if you have a feeling where you're just like, I don't really know about working with this person, you follow it, okay? Because literally nine times out of 10, your gut is always right. And you can just save you and the client a lot of hassle by just simply sticking your boundaries. Again, you know, number uh, number two, but also to making sure that, you know, you work with who you really want to work with. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with those accepting some of the wrong kinds of clients, and that's what burned me out. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, when you go through that process of time after time after time again, um, it just sets you up for, you know, failure. So make sure you know who you work well with. Um, you can do a personality test. Um, I'm not sure quite which ones off the top of my head will tell you this. I think the, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? Is it Myers-Briggs, I think? I'm a I, I'm a ENFJ, if that tells you that one. Um, you know, for an example, that'll tell you, you know, who you work well with and who you don't. Okay, number four. So I feel like there's going to be an ongoing theme here, but stick with me. Know when to stand your professional ground and when to let your client lead the way. Here's the deal. It is a balancing act. I mean, I can tell you right now, there are some things that I'm just like, oh my gosh, why are we doing it this way? But that's the way the client wants it. So I think the most important part is figuring out a way where you can have your professional opinion, but then also to being able to, you know, obviously address those client needs and what they're looking for as well too. So somebody that I know that does this really super well um, is my gal, Diana. Diana is a graphic designer um and at the time of this recording she does logos and there are times where she's just like Ashley I don't understand and we'll be looking at this logo and I'm like dude I don't understand either but she's like this is what the client wants and she's like we're gonna do it and honestly though you know th there's a point where you're just like listen here's my professional opinion but or, you know, it's just figuring out what's going to make the most amount of sense, especially if you're using it as like a portfolio piece or you're looking to. Um, I think it's really important to kind of know where that balancing act lies. Um, and I think the best way is to really focus on the importance of something. So again, back to the Facebook, I spent a lot of time on Facebook. Someone had mentioned um, a post about how there was particular colors being used um, in a website and she was like, oh my gosh, these colors are going to look awful. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, obviously this is going to mess with the branding and da 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 da. And there was a lot of mixed responses. But in terms of with what I recommend, I recommend going with it. I mean, honestly, the biggest thing is, is that, you know, if you have very clear expectations up front that like, hey, 
this is my professional opinion. This is the color scheme that I have chosen. This is what I recommend moving forward with. If you want to move forward with something different, please let me know. And that will be what we do. And that is final. Like there, because what happens going back to a thousand revisions, if you just keep the door open and you don't actually finalize something as important as the colors that are going to be used in the website, or even the fonts, like you're going to get stuck trying to switch out the font 60 times on an almost complete website, which trust me, I've done it. It is not fun. Um, and I don't, rec- I don't recommend it, honestly. It's, it's not fun. So just finalize pieces like that up front so you're not having to go back through and do all the work later on, okay? All right, and then the final thing is, again, this is something I've been reminded of so many different times, and it kind of just has finally gone through my head, I guess. Um, low cost is a lot of effort. You know, the funny thing is, is that this is basically about almost every single time. There are a few clients that I have been able to serve at a lower cost level who have been very appreciative, who have been freaking phenomenal. Um, 10 out of 10 would definitely work with them again. Um, but I can tell you that the majority of the time, it's not worth it. It is totally not worth it. So I understand. So let me back up. So I completely understand when you're new to something and you're trying to get clients and you can't necessarily charge a higher price point yet because of XYZ, all the goody goody. My business coach said this, my business coach said that. But just know that if you are going to charge a lower cost offer, make sure you have all the details, right? Make sure you have all the details written out. Make sure they know exactly what they're getting, exactly what they're receiving, what the process looks like. So that way, if they start going outside of that, you can wheel them in and be like, listen, Linda, you paid $400 for this. You are allowed to have two revisions. It's four pages, da, 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 da. Okay. Because what ends up happening is when they go outside and you don't have your boundaries, you don't have all that set up and you didn't tell them to begin with, you're going to end up entering 8,000 products that you didn't even know existed. True story. So I highly recommend going through the process of having it all outlined, making sure you're perfectly clear, making sure there's no additional information that needs to be stated, but also to charging a higher price point. I cannot even tell you how many times I've grumbled to myself, oh my gosh, Ashley, you're doing all this work and you're literally getting charged nothing. I cannot tell you how many times I have literally paid myself a dollar an hour because of something that has gone completely off the hook. So by having offers that are higher cost, okay, and it doesn't even have to be a $10,000 offer. It could just be in a $1,000 offer when you're originally pricing yourself at 200 just making sure you're fairly compensated for your time is so incredibly important. Do not cut yourself short because the thing is, is that, and I'll also add, the thing is, is that if you send a proposal over for $400 and they accept it, that was your proposal amount, right? It was $400, right? The thing is, is that you might have been able to ask for $800 and done the thing. So I think the most important part is having your pricing set, do the things, and also just kind of navigating the waters. I mean, you're not going to be 100% perfect at it. I mean, I'm still learning by all means. I mean, I've been in business for three years now, and I am literally still learning how to do the things. And I'm still navigating new waters, and I'm still trying to figure out the best route and how to manage and juggle and I literally learn something new every single day. But I think the most important thing that if you can take away from this particular episode is that you're going to make mistakes, 
but you just need to learn from them each time around. And along with that as well, too, just know that at the end of the day, the passion needs to fuel you. If you don't have the passion, it needs to go. Okay, do not put yourself through what I've had to put myself through for over a year now trying to do the things when you literally just absolutely don't like doing it, right? Move on, move past it, find something else that will fuel your fire. I have an amazing new course that is going to be coming out and I am literally so incredibly excited because it literally lights me up every time I think about it. I get so incredibly excited because it's exactly what I want to be doing. It's exactly what I want. And so by releasing this and letting go, I know I'm making room for something even bigger and better in my life. And, you know, it honestly gives me the opportunity to be able to pursue new things. So guys, I am literally so incredibly excited to announce that I am going to be opening up the email profit course. I am, as I mentioned, I am literally so thrilled. It is literally going to take you on a journey to be able to show you how to create a profitable email marketing strategy in under one hour a week. So here's the deal. I feel like we make things super duper complicated. We have all these pieces set up and realistically, this could all just be set up on autopilot ready to go. And so through the email profit course, you are literally going to get my step-by-step formula of setting up from beginning to end, you know, not only just your welcome sequence, but your engagement and your sales and the secret sauce to being able to connect and convert with your ideal clients. So if you guys are interested in that, you can definitely hop on over to my website. It is ashleykdeluca.com. Guys, I am so pumped about this. I am so pumped about this turn. I am so pumped about all the different things that are going on and changing. It may just be the coffee, but for being completely honest, I really am excited inside. So if you guys have any questions by any means, please hop on over to the Simply Business Facebook group. We would love to be able to engage with you, um, to answer any questions you have, and also to just to hug, love, and serve you. Until next time, I will talk to you guys later. See you on the next episode. Did you love this podcast episode? I would love to know. Please head on over to ashleykdeluca.com and drop me a line. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my email list and get pretty awesome web design, email marketing, and entrepreneurship tips that I only send with my list sent right on over to your inbox. Also, I would love to invite you to join our awesome Facebook group of passionate creative entrepreneurs over at facebook.com forward slash simply business. And lastly, a huge thank you to some pretty sweet companies such as ConvertKit, Divi, Simply Be Design, and many more for supporting this video and giving my subscribers, yes you, some pretty awesome deals and discounts that you can check out over at ashleykdeluca.com forward slash support. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to help you succeed on your entrepreneurial journey. Until next time, enjoy that cup of coffee.